Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You're listening to Comedy Central. Now hiring. CNN Worldwide President Jeff Zucker announced last week that he is resigned from his position effective immediately. Zucker's stunning announcement came less than two months after a full sweeping investigation into workplace misconduct after the Chris Cuomo helping his brother Andrew and all of that and we gotta get to the bottom of misconduct in the building. Well, it was exposed that Jeff Zucker was fucking somebody in the building too. Mm. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> you would have started an investigation to see who breaking the rules only to be exposed to somebody who was also breaking the rules. Thank you, Hayat. They worked together 20 years and he was her boss since he got to CNN. She was one of his first hires mm. and it was an apparent open secret. Their relationship was platonic, but it turned romantic during the pandemic. Mm. And that is a lie. Okay. Right. Let me tell you something. Before we get into his ultimate simping, hmm. I don't like when people get caught doing some shit and still try to lie. You telling me hmm. that for 20 years they were just friends and then all of a sudden in the last three years, Oh, it turned, it just, it just upped and turned romantic. You know what I mean? It late nights and shit, they done worked in 20 years. Oh, it was 2021. It just, uh, the pandemic brought us together. To Bullshit. Right. A lot of people, a lot of people pivoted during COVID and sometimes you can pivot onto some new penis. You can pivot onto some penis. This is true. Okay. But ain't no okay. way everybody says it was an open secret that they were dating. That means they've been flirting and exchanging glances and touching each other. Since hold up, Rod. Let me hold up. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute, Rod. Rod. Let me fix that for you. As a person that's worked in media at that level, they weren't flirting. That means that somebody caught them fucking. If they were in an openly relationship, oh everybody knew it. You, you've worked in media. You know how it is in there. Cats get all stressed out, close the door. That's why they got offices like that. So that means somebody caught them doing a nasty ride. That's it's what like I think. That's an open secret. But it's right. a TV station. Right. There's nowhere to fuck. It's all open oh, studios. There's always, there's always, there's always somewhere, somewhere to fuck. fuck. <laughs> Yo, high five, ride. Right? Right. <laughs> like, I got it. Let me tell you something. Mm. Things pop out, okay? Things pop out. <laughs> <laughs> 
my name is Roy. This is not my job <laughs> We remixing it for Valentine's Week. Valentine's Day is around the corner, and we are talking about love in the workplace. And we decided, you know, it, and I got to give credit to Third, because this idea came from Third. We was talking, and we are trying to figure out what we're going to do for Valentine's, and what we're going to do special about love. He's like, well, you know, people be fucking at their jobs. Maybe Rod should just give advice to people who dating somebody they work with or talking about work romance. I don't know where I'd be, man, if I'd have had Rod some 20 years ago when I was fucking on the job, man. My whole life might be different if I'd have had Rod, man. You still when have the job, but go ahead. <laughs> we normally bring him on to break the ice, but this week we got to have him on from front to back to help y'all figure out why y'all shouldn't be having sex at the job. His mama named him Narado. We call him Rod for short. Rod, thank you for having a relationship fair for us today. <laughs> yeah, Rod. My pleasure, man. I'm excited to be here. Now, let's start off the top then with this Jeff Zucker CNN situation. You know, you say that they have been fucking. Third says that they have been fucking. Ultimately, they weren't fired because they were having sex. They were fired because, JG, what's the policy? It says, according to Warner Media's Standard of Business Conduct Handbook, quote, employees must not hire or supervise directly or indirectly someone with whom they have a personal relationship. And if you are in a position to influence the employment, advancement, or hiring or someone with whom you have a personal relationship for a business they are associated with or have interest in, you must, you must inform the HR department in advance of taking any actions, end quote. Wait, in advance, of, what does that mean? In advance of, t- in advance of fucking? Like no. before you fuck? Yep. Hey, y'all. Before you get the draws. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we gonna fuck. Before y'all go past fingering, you gotta right. tell somebody. <laughs> 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 so right mm. so so right you just called this man a simp break down why mm. the head of a major global news network is a simp as the president of the corporation if there's anybody that has to set an example and follow the rules to a T mm. it's the president mm. and he's a simp because you lost the job as the president of an international media conglomerate for some pussy. That's some simp mm. shit. Do you know how many women who work next door to that building he could have been fucking? And nothing would have happened. He lost the job as the president of CNN for some pussy. That's some simp shit. I wouldn't choose a woman over any job. He lost his job for some He's sex. Now, he done lost the job, and quite possibly the girl, too. He's an albatross hanging around her neck. So now, she's probably about to cut him off so it don't ruin her career. But the president is out because he couldn't keep his hands off her like a What idiot. if the new president come in and send her a text message like, so oh. what's up with you? <laughs> no. I mean, I ain't, I ain't mad at it as long as he gonna tell HR. I'm- <laughs> Jacqueline, go. This Zucker guy, he's nothing to look at. She can't be anything to look at either. 
Why in the world do you really believe he had his choice of anyone? That thing is not attractive at all. Because he's rich. Who he cares? doesn't have to be attractive. He's Who rich. Cares? He just doesn't you have to be someone that does not mean you're taking home any of their money. This doesn't just go for, for men. You think oh, niggas ain't out there busting down Gabourey Cedar Bay? If you're you. rich and famous and you got power, people want to be next to that. I guess they do. It doesn't yeah, make yeah. any sense to me. So, our producer Hayat brought up a really good point, though, in that this is an interesting case in that normally it's the woman who suffers, but the woman kept her job, so it does show a little bit of the, how progressive CNN as a, is as a company. So here's the question then, Rod. If we're talking today and we're taking calls from people about relationships and love in the workplace, I know we've, we've skated around it with you before, but I just want you to say for the record so we can establish a tone for this episode for Rod's Relationship Fair. Does Narado co-sign at any, in any shape, form, or fashion having sex where you get money? I do not as a whole. There's a couple places where it's okay to sleep with co-workers and that's only in places where you're in an environment where sex is present and it won't get messy like usually when you're working where men and women are whores uh, <laughs> if you work in the entertainment Television. if you work in arts and entertainment you can sleep with your quote unquote co-workers and it not cause trouble you work in the service industry, people at restaurants, everybody in there sucking and fucking and getting high, but it's okay. It's just a party atmosphere. There's some jobs that have an atmosphere that is like being in college, that is like being in frat and sorority gatherings and parties. Mm-hmm. And there's some professions, most professions, where you can't do that kind of shit. So if you work at Applebee's, by all means, fuck your co-workers. Look, real, real, bro. Like, I'm going to say it just like this and let it go. When you work in a media environment, right, that same person who came in and looked, eh, okay, after you didn't work about um two or three weeks worth of overnight shifts, they go to looking not bad. So that's mm-hmm. that's a high level of possibility why he ended up catching a shorty on the job as well. It's like a cute girl on a Greyhound. You ever be on the Greyhound and you stare at her and be like, she a four, but halfway to Eight hours mm. of that grand, but like that's an eight. I'm a holler. That's an eight. Yeah, something, something happened. Right? I mean, you got to pass that time. You might be on that greyhound eleven hours. You got to pass the time somehow. Uh, Ain't nobody gonna kick you off the greyhound for having sex. You know, you gonna lose everything for having sex with somebody else on the bus. I have one sidebar, and that is CNN okay. promoted her to keep themselves from being sued. He was above her. And if they didn't promote her, she had all the right to sue them and win. Because she could have easily she's being harassed. Exactly. Simping. Yeah. Don't yeah. simp. Agreed. Keep it in your pants, yes, fellas. Learn to control yourself. Don't Agreed. risk it all for some damn sex. Yeah, but Rod, I'm looking at these statistics here. Down South Georgia girl dug up for us. 48% of us will date a coworker. Mm-hmm. 48%. And of that, 84% of employers are not happy with their employees dating. So most bosses and most companies don't want people fucking. But they know how messy it gets. Fuck anyway. But see, but that's why when we go back to what Ralph was talking about back in the day with the radio entity that we won't name legally. Mm. Mm. And that they encourage dating within the workplace. And part of that is because they know 
You know they gonna fuck. This is from Down South Georgia Girl. 66% of office workers start dating during the winter months. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up, though, home. What happens when you work at a media place where you don't have no days off, right? And you're essential personnel. So they end up throwing you in a hotel so that you can still go to work. Let me tell you what happens. Yeah. We got we to gotta stop yes. using the word fucking and dating interchangeably. Those are two Ooh, different bars. things. Mm. If you want to have a one night stand <laughs> or you want to have something, a little casual piece of nothing, if it can be clean, go for it. But dating is no, different. God. Don't no, date. Both, to, you shouldn't be both. fucking co-workers. But you definitely should date them unless you work in certain industries. And if you can keep it clean, just fuck and go on about your business. My point, Rod, is that whether you're fucking or dating, there is a different dynamic within that. And how to navigate that is what we're going to talk about today. Now, before we start jumping into these phone calls, um, I got to know from everybody, since 48% of people have destined to date a co-worker. (laughs) Don't ask. You already know I did. I had the, the Golden Corral relationship. JG, are you in the forty-eight percent at any level in your life? JG, right? <laughs> she just fell, yeah. fell all Look the way that. off the screen, nigga. Look at that. <laughs> Finally, because the first time you said it, she started looking off in the corner, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, what's wrong? Is somebody in Jay's room or something? <laughs> like. She tell clean look off to the left. The phones, tell it, you unethical motherfucker. You tell it. Who was he? Dirty JG. Come on, I HR. Shit. Come on now. Come on through, HR. Come on now. The Would you have a workplace flingy fling? <laughs> so, Jacqueline, we're trying to talk about relationships in the workplace. What did this gentleman do right to make you feel comfortable even considering breaking the rules and going the route of CNN and risking your job? So we both worked in television at the time. I was a producer. He was a photographer. Okay, so there are places to fucking do it. You just <laughs> no. right, right? Always. Okay. Always. Keep going. Keep no. going. So y'all are both in television. Both in television. I was a producer. He was a photographer. So I was really his supervisor. Um, just a good <laughs> She was Jeff Zucker. She was getting her Zucker on. <laughs> <laughs> just a good guy. I kid you not. We went to lunch one day. And after that, we were just dating. Seriously. What was it about that job that made you feel like you didn't need to notify HR? Oh, it was in the handbook. We talked about it. We weren't the type of people who just went around saying, oh, I'm dating him or I'm dating her. But outside of the building, we'd always be together. I knew his parents. He knew my parents, so on and so forth. So it wasn't a secret per se within the city. But once we got into the office, hey, I need you to do this. Okay. Or here's my tape for the day. And we kept moving. You're keeping it quiet. That's how you do it. Exactly. We didn't bring that part of us to work. What did he say at that lunch that made y'all go from strictly co-workers, you went to lunch one time, and then you was his girl after that by the time the check came? I can't remember where we ate it, but it was like a hole in the wall. And I got, I know what I ordered, but it was a hole in the wall. It was a fried fish sandwich, whole fish, 
mustard fried hard. I'll never forget that. And we just had a blast. Oh, he appealed to your countryside. Exactly. That's what that was. He appealed to you because you're a country girl. Like, 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 with no jokes. Like, yeah. you eat okra like the way people eat potatoes. Absolutely. Chip. You're a country girl. So, Absolutely. that's how he got you. It's like on some down home. Ooh, he knows about the things that I like. Yes, sir. You can possibly have some vajay. Explain to her, explain to her his, his corn shucking technique and she was all in. <laughs> Whatever. He did take me fishing, which I love. So that was yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but that was years ago. We got to get him back. No, he had, please never say his name out loud. He actually has this girlfriend now who's so insecure. Lord have mercy. And like I tell him, I don't want to be your friend because your girlfriend's insecure. So. Oh, is that nigga? Oh, <laughs> I know how to blow up a relationship. Oh, is that dude? Okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> oh. we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll, we'll address that later. Let's get okay. to the phones. Worse the first time. This is where we normally would invite you to job fair listening to come on this program and tell us about your first job or your first job. But we talking about fucking at the job. What? True. That's what True. we're talking about today. We're talking about also romance. JG, who do we have on the line to discuss workplace love? We have John, and he wants to talk about love stories that start at Taco Bell, which is amazing. Crazy, too. But hey, John. Hey, thank you very much for having me on the show. Now, John, the, the reason why we wanted you to be a part of the special love romance episode for Rod's relationship fair is that you are one of the few people who seems to have a success story when it comes to sexual harassment. Now, <laughs> you know, because Rod and I, we are even talking about whether or not you should get your money when you get your honey. And Rod, if I'm not mistaken, you ain't with that, right? Don't shit where you eat, baby. John, break it down and prove his ass wrong. All right. First job I had, I, uh, I got to Taco Bell. And there was a, a manager there who uh, was, she was cute, but she was immediately irritating. I know that people on the show have had um, fast food jobs, and there's two kinds of people in fast food. There's the lifers, and then there's the stop buys, which, which is what yeah, I, was. I was. I was, Yeah, I was in this job to get me to college. I was in this job to get me to my next job. I did not have a dream of climbing the illustrious Taco Bell corporate ladder. However, this manager did. She was driven. She was focused. She really wanted to impress the owner. She was all that stuff. And to someone who's just passing through, that's the most irritating damn person on the planet. So what had happened was uh, we clashed pretty aggressively because she would try to push me to do stuff. I wasn't wanting to do it. And the problem with a minimum wage job is that I ain't going to do shit I don't want to do. One day she was on headset, which if you've worked headset, uh, there's more than just one person on headset. There's usually a few managers and she's taking orders. And this guy comes through and he orders, I don't know, three tacos, two burritos, and a wild cherry Pepsi. Here's the fun part. Taco Bell doesn't have wild cherry Pepsi. So she says, I'm sorry, we don't have wild cherry Pepsi. We do have Dr. Pepper. The guy obviously is like, uh, no, I'll just take a regular Pepsi and moves on. So I went and asked her, why did you offer that dude a wild, or, uh, Dr. Pepper? And she said, well, you just have to offer him something similar. And I was like, "There's Dr. Pepper and wild cherry Pepsi are not similar. That's a weird thing to offer. And she said, uh, well, you just can't say, no, we don't have it. You have to offer them something else. So just offer them something similar and move on. So the next day, I'm on headset. She's on headset as well as a manager. And almost the same guy comes through, two burritos, three tacos, whatever, and a wild cherry Pepsi. And I was like, I'm going to make this funny. And I said on the headset, we don't have wild cherry Pepsi. We do have chalupas. 
<laughs> and she immediately shot me the, the dirtiest look you can give. Everyone on the headset's laughing. The dude at the drive-thru thinks we're laughing at him, so he just angrily drives off, so I lose the sale. Taco Bell is never going to recover from this $7 sale that they lost. <laughs> so she starts lighting me up, threatening to write me up and all this other stuff, and I just cannot stop laughing and just kind of making fun of her and how, like, ridiculously important this stupid sale is to her and um that was 15 years ago and we've been married for 12 years and have two oh, uh two wonderful boys together <laughs> okay yeah now, now you didn't skip some shit now rod I'll, I'll let this is your relationship fair so i'll let you take lead but what i'm trying to figure out is how did this brother safely navigate the thorniness of dating not only your co-worker but your boss. Right. Yeah, like you didn't tell us how her being super irritating led to this relationship. Yeah, take us to that first. Let me holler at you. What's going on now, girl? You, gotta, you look kind of good in them Taco Bell khakis. Right. Ooh, you smell like so, horse meat. I like it. <laughs> you, were giving, you were giving Taco Bell meat far too much credit, thinking that it's horse meat. Um, no, honestly, it was just one of those things where she, uh, I always thought she was hot. And then I ended up just, uh, we ended up kind of finding a couple common interests. I attempted to teach her how to drive a standard, which w was a horrifyingly poor idea. So we gave up on that. And then uh, after a while, it just kind of evolved into a friendship and then went into a, uh, a relationship. And uh, she actually ended up moving stores and that made it a lot easier. So Rod, if we're keeping this with relationships in the workplace, did John play that right? in terms of how to slow play your boss into letting her, you know, get them draws. Because there's a weird power <laughs> dynamic from boss to subordinate. I think the only reason that this was, was played correctly because we're talking about Taco Bell. It's very low stakes. <laughs> Nobody really gives a fuck what's good. You ain't ever going to see a motherfucker file a sexual harassment lawsuit at a Taco Bell. <laughs> Or call HR like I was pressured into sex for a raise. It's Taco Bell. They the, most of the people in there on meth, customers included. Don't no, nobody really give it. a fuck what's going on in there. No, <laughs> so no, you could do that there. That's right. But if if you work it at a higher level job, you can You got to be way more careful than that. Do you and your wife still argue, or have you learned better now? We. We argue, but it's always coming from the idea of us versus the problem rather than us versus each other. Mm, nice. Was there an age difference in this? Three years. She's, she's three years older than me. <laughs> so, yes. then to Rod's point, so then to Rod's point, John, you know, we were talking earlier about Jeff Zucker and the whole CNN fiasco and him stepping down because, you know, he didn't disclose, like, they was fucking... But when you work in a corporate setting, you're supposed to announce to everyone, attention everyone, we are fucking. Does Taco Bell have the same policy, John? Does Taco Bell have a rule where, hey, everybody, I'm fucking the 20-year-old, that grown-ass woman on third shift? I'm pretty sure the only policy at Taco Bell, as long as you aren't actively on heroin, you're good to go. <laughs> I told you. Very little stakes. Nobody cares what's happening at Taco Bell. I mean, it was a bold move you made. Dude, you showed up to work. You've done better than 90% of the people. There you go. Oh, wow. 
John, what do I need to know about Taco Bell? This is a little TMI, but at the first of the month, I need grease. And Taco Bell is one of my stops. So what do I need to know about this Taco Bell? If you have a closing time on your Taco Bell and you are within two hours of that closing time, avoid it because mm. it is the grossest shit you will ever see in your life. Like Thank you, John. Beans, that, beans yeah. that have been in that pan all day, we are scraping the sides of the pan and adding water and stirring that up just to make it pass through because oh. you get yelled at. If you, oh, car- if you carry over too much to the next day, you get yelled at for right. food wasting waste. food. Also, just be aware that everyone making your food actively hates you. John, for the people out there, well, let me ask Rod first, since this is Rod's relationship. Rod, (laughs) when you work with your boss, Uh but you are essentially the man of the house, Uh does the power dynamic, if your girl is your boss, Uh should that power dynamic remain in place when you get home? Or is it a trick, gonna make me a sandwich? What? I think um I think when when you're truly the man of the house nothing else matters like that power dynamic always stays the same even in a situation where your woman is your boss whoever is in control is always in control and you're not relinquishing control just because she's your boss in a certain situation only a weak man would be intimidated by his woman being his boss. And I got to com- and I got to commend John on being like she's the boss, but I'm trying to eat that and I'm going to do that. I don't give a fuck who's making the schedule. I don't give a fuck that she's older than me. I'm trying to holler. Of course. Most 17-year-old boys would be wildly intimidated by a 20-year-old woman, let alone a 20-year-old who's his boss. And John was like, I don't give a fuck about the age difference. I don't give a fuck about the money difference. What's Preach. happening? <laughs> so, I, I think I'm with, nah, I'm with Rod 100%, man. I appreciate your ambition, man. Yeah, John, why climb the ladder when you can climb into those draws? You know what I mean? <laughs> John, John, remember your wife you. is going to hear this. But go ahead. Oh, she's... John was pulling. John was pulling twenty-year-olds who were his boss when he was seventeen. I think he can handle this. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, and you, you, you had a you had a really good point about the power dynamic. When there's no threat of me ever losing my job because I could not have cared less about losing a Taco Bell job, the power dynamic change was never there. Of like, I'm your boss, and luckily we were only in that position where we were dating and working together for a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm. as long as you can That's keep perfect. your mouth shut and as long as you never take, well, I'm sleeping with the boss, so that kind of means I'm the boss. As long as you don't get into that type of headspace, everything is cool. And John, please tell the lady of the house we said hello. I'm probably yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, John's wife. Hi, John's How wife. How did they go on the show? Yeah, they they did they, they canceled it. They did they decided. <laughs> <laughs> John, it was important that we lead off the relationship fair with you so that people will know that it can work. You can mm-hmm. holler at a coworker and have something beautiful that does mm. not ruin your entire existence. Thank you so much for coming on the job Thank there, brother. You. I mean, it's, it's working so far. We'll see how it goes. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Okay. Are you crazy? <laughs> You have to book a private session with Rod for that. We're gonna try to work. Hey, listen, it's a, it, <laughs> he married. That's a marathon. It ain't. 
It ain't a short race. Yo. It takes some time to it take a long time to figure out things ain't going right. People get divorced after fifty years. It take a while to be like, you know what? It wasn't the right move. <laughs> Hi, John. Take it easy, brother. Hi, John. Thank you. Thank you again for letting me on the show. Sad. So many gems. So many gems. So many gems. Oh so that's my what goodness. We're doing today, man. That's what we're doing. We gonna explore the world of relationships at the job and uh, we're gonna do it again after the break normally we would be breaking the ice but rod is already here so we don't need to break no ice we're gonna jump in with the next office train wreck romance <laughs> and uh <laughs> rod is gonna help him out it's a special valentine's love edition this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit paramountplus.com slash the shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Rod's Relationship Fair is back and roll. This is the special Valentine's edition of Roy's Job Fair. The homie Narado, a.k.a. Rod for short, is with us for the whole show. Having y'all check in with details of romance at the workplace. Some went good, some went bad. Big shout out to my man last break there. Worked it out for him there. Bagged himself a Taco Bell manager mm. for the rest of his life. They own a franchise in a couple of years. That's when the big bucks start. Uh, JG, um, I, I hope you know, by the way, JG, before we go to the phones, that you've cracked the code, that, that you've given away the code on how to holler at you. That's not the code. It's not flowers. Mm-mm. That was in my twenties. It's, it's country Roy. shit. That was in my. You still country? I am. That never leaves mm. us. I am, but that was in my. That 20s. country is in us. Okay, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. A man gonna send you a bouquet for Valentine. I bet. See if a man don't send you some flowers with a whole catfish. <laughs> in the Bone in, please. Bone in. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 
Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, shut up. You said bone in. Oh, goddamn right. Bone in the fish. Wink. <laughs> Corey, I am, I don't even know what to tell you, but welcome to this show. Corey wants to talk to you more. <laughs> About a ro- workplace romance that had it, uh, it had ups and downs. So, Corey, welcome aboard. Thank you so much for uh, spending a little bit of time being ignorant with us. <laughs> Corey, we were talking in the earlier break. I guess the story will answer the question, but I'm just I'm just asking everybody now: Are you in the forty eight percent of Americans that, at some time or another, have dated a coworker? Yes. Multiple times, unfortunately. Back in 2012, I graduated with my master's in New York, moved back to Virginia because at the time the economy wasn't great for millennials. Um, Spent a year looking for work. My dad said, hey, you know, I know you don't necessarily want this, but there is a paid internship that uh, popped up in communications, which was my field, and you should apply because you need to make some damn money. Okay, cool. So I applied. I got the job on my own merit. Not, you know, he didn't help. And um, so started, you know, and my... My dad worked at the company for about 25 years. And at the time, I was 25. So there were people there who knew me when I was a baby and a toddler. Legacy. (laughs) And they heard about me growing up through my father. So started, you know, doing projects. And you came in there with that grad school, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Someone argue I still have it. Anyway. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So, you know, I'm walking through the office one day at, keep in mind, it's 2013, context matters. And I walk by this guy who kind of looks like Gerard Butler. And I'm like, hmm. Okay. Like, White House down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Olympus is falling. Okay. <laughs> and a um, couple weeks go by and I'm assigned this project. Hey, go to this cubicle. Okay. And it's the guy. And so, you know, we're working on the project, we're chit-chatting, talking, um, and we just become friends, and we start IMing each other in our cubicles, like, what you doing today, that kind of thing. And he, uh... Wait a minute, how old were you? I was 25. Okay. Yeah, I was 25. like Gerard Butler, he had to be knocking 50, if not... He was was 45. Okay, so y'all swapping (laughs) DMs at work or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, so he finally asked me out. We we went out to dinner, hit it off fairly quickly, and um, started seeing each other over a few weeks. And I'm 25, I'm naive, you know, there's someone in the office who I've become friends with, a 50-year-old lady, and I'm like, I just can't hold this in any longer. So I'm like, hey. Ooh, yeah. fatal flaw. Fatal flaw. Fatal flaw. Keep quiet. Stay away from them, fellas. (laughs) Fuck it up the church's mind. (laughs) Keep going. And I'm like, you know, I started dating. We'll call him Tim. I started dating Tim. You know, I don't know what to do because my dad's here. How do I, like, this could be awkward. You need to tell him. I'm like, I know I need to tell him. I'm going to tell him. Like, just give me some time. 
Go back to my desk. A couple hours later, my dad walks over and he sits down and he says, you know, you really should be careful like who you tell your business to. Oh. And I'm like, what are you talking about, daddy? He's like, oh, I know. Lord. What you talking about, Daddy? Oh, I know you're you're seeing him. Oh. oh okay. Ooh. We'll we'll talk about it later when we get home. Ooh. Okay. Okay, Papa. So we get home, and he's sitting at the kitchen table, and he looks at me. And keep in mind, like, my dad was born in the fifties, uh-huh. so we didn't really talk about my dating life or anything like that. Yeah. So when I sit down and he looks at me, he's like, are you using protection? Oh, wow. And I'm just wow. looking at him like, yes. And, and we had a little talk about it. He was cool for a couple, like a week or two. And then one day <laughs> I went home and he was just angry. And I'm like... Because he had what to see I this do? nigga at work every day. You I see know. this nigga that's fucking your daughter. And, and he doesn't know that your daddy nigga. knows. <laughs> right. Extra grown type of dude. He's taking a bathroom and whoop his monkey ass on GP. <laughs> like on GP. Your dad had to look at this dude every day at the lunchroom and think to himself, why don't I just whoop his ass? I should just whoop it. I may not make it, but I should just whoop his ass. But where was your mama? What did your mama My say? Mom- my mom passed away when I was 12. Oh, so there's also okay. that dynamic where my oh. mom's gone. I'm the only child. So I'm like his wife. He's trying to protect yes. you. Yeah. Right. Oh. And so here's this 45 year old guy. I mean, he's white, which it didn't necessarily, it wasn't necessarily the issue. It was more like, is this guy trying to take advantage of her? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the deal? For a black man born in the 50s, trust me, it was an issue. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Big issue. <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> I just remember we had a big blow up and my dad and I were exceptionally close because of that history. And it, mm-hmm. I was so angry because I was an intern and we had off schedules. I was home one day. I packed up all of my things, put it in my car, went to Tim's house and said, Hey, I'm moving in. Oh, Tim. Jesus. And Tim Christ. is like, mm. he was actually fine with it. He's like, <laughs> okay, there, cool. Where? I was so young. Um, I mean, so he was minute, fine who with was it. at Tim's house because you just showed up. Mm. I mean, he had two children who, at the time, so I was twenty-five. They were thirteen and fifteen. Uh, I mean, I, I met, right. He had kind of integrated me. Jesus, that's a joke. We know he integrated you because when your dad said you're using protection, you didn't say we not integrating. He, you say yes. <laughs> I moved in with him and his two teenagers, but then you don't see the red flags. I'm not going to dog him. But when I first started dating him, he was very fit. And so he was about himself. And I just remember one day he just randomly said, you know, if you get over X amount of weight, I can't date you any longer. Excuse me. (laughs) Right. But, Corey, what bills were you responsible for in this house? Because he doesn't sound like a provider. So I did pay rent. Girl, I paid a quarter of the rent. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you moved in with the kids and you had to pay rent? A quarter of the rent and a quarter of the utilities. She lived there. 
She was homeless. She just forced herself in there. She just showed up with her shit. It was like, guess who's moving in? Like, guess who's got to sign a lease, motherfucker? I'm done. I'm done. No, you're supposed to be a provider. I'm going to try my question. You're supposed to be a provider. What does that have to do with her not paying bills? I mean, his rationale is there's three other people living in the house, so you can pay a quarter of the rent. Like, you can contribute because you do live here, or a quarter of the mortgage, rather. When you all broke up, what did your father... When I told my father, let me tell you, he was elated. He (laughs) was like, we'll go apartment hunting together. Once I found an apartment, he's like, you know, gave me a 55-inch screen TV, which, again, this is like, well, this was like 2016 at that time, so those weren't cheap. Got me a $200 coffee maker. Actually, I remember moving day. It was the first time he was at the house and he showed up. He's like, hey, Tim, how you doing? (laughs) So that's that's dope of your father. Where did your father sounds like a very understanding brother? Like, where did your parents meet? My parents actually met in the workplace. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) So you're a product mm. of the 48%. I am. And they were both. I don't want to tell. Yes. <laughs> I am. And they were both separated from their spouses when they had met. And they got a divorce, I think, a month before I was born. Wow. Zucker style. Whoa. That's how you so, do it. CNN Zucker style. Let mm. me just say something really quick. I think that same day dad and I were talking about moving out. We were having lunch, and my dad's ex-wife was actually at a booth nearby, and he hadn't seen her in probably 20 years. Uh-huh. Um, and I looked at my dad, and I'm like, yeah, you definitely upgraded, Papa. Where they throw that bow in there. That's, that's why he was so excited to help you move. You threw in the bow and the compliment. Yeah, dad well, respond to that shit. My daughter runs me all day with that shit. Good job. This, Good job. this is a beautiful thing. I thought we were only going to have one person come on and show that workplace romance can work, but we are talking to the product of a functioning <laughs> workplace romance. We're talking Corey, about exceptions. So, so much. Not the rule. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm single. I'm happy. I'm doing okay. my own thing. I'm probably the happiest I've been in a long time. Good, good. That matters. That's a beautiful okay. thing. That's yeah. a beautiful thing. Well, thank you so much, homie. Thank and you. Me and Third will find you and the folks out there. We all go out and have some some black people food. I was gonna say. I mean, I'm closer to the city than I am New Brunswick. Okay. Well, then we'll find other black people stuff <laughs> closer to the city. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Corey. All right. Hey. After the break, we're going to bring it home. It's been, a, it's been a nice little relationship fair here with your rod and just mm. hearing people talk about all the bullshit that they went through at their job. <laughs> if you, now let's, let's break that down for a second though, Ralph. If you are 44 and you're hollering at someone that is 20 years younger than you, is it automatic simp status? At what age bracket, Rod, is the 20 year gap acceptable? I'm so glad like, you asked, Rob. It that. is like never 25 to 45, acceptable. 30 to 50. It's not acceptable until you're both, uh, until you're at least, the youngest person in the relationship is 50. 70 to 50? Yeah. What, That's what we Once want. you hit 50, you can date anybody between 50 and fucking 100. 
it, it don't matter. Like, like y'all both have reached the same place in life. So if you fucking seventy and talking to a fifty year old, it ain't that it ain't that bad. But other than that, no, it, it says that there's something wrong with you. Your 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 maturity. I don't know. Your maturity level is running pretty damn low. If you forty five and can't wait to be around a fucking twenty five year old. That's disc- that's what if the twenty-five-year-old has a lot of game, though? Or, like, I mean, sometimes twenty-five-year-olds have game that forty-five-year-old women might be interested that's, in. That's old that's souls. a lie. That yeah. pre- that's a lie that predators use. What old to souls? get women? To- <laughs> she's so mature for her age. Uh, you thirty-seven and she's seventeen. I don't want to hear that shit. Oh my gosh! But what happens if she's thirty-seven and you seventeen? Like if it's a male to female, is the same dynamic in play? I mean, it's cool if you just gonna fuck, but it's not cool oh, if go you gonna be in a relationship. Yeah. You forty-five I, I and looking to a twenty-five-year-old for something other than sex, something's wrong with you. <laughs> so take that to heart and always remember to stay away from people in those type of age gaps, ladies. A man, twenty years older than you. Regardless of your age, if you're under 50, he means you no fucking good. He means you no fucking good. Stay away from that nigga. It's in your best. You, that's right. the biggest red flag of all. I so wish I'd have had you in my life 20 years ago. Baby. That's all I'm saying. Just... Oh, okay. well, after the break, you're going to share that real quick. It's the relationship fair for Valentine's Day. Love, love is in the air. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit paramountplus.com slash the shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Relationship Fair. Rod's Relationship Fair. Bringing it home. I've learned so much more about you, (laughs) and you third. Rod, thank you, man. Thank you for giving us a whole hour of your time tonight. You know, 
helping these strangers. I feel like you were a little rough on Corey there with the age gap, but you know, you're a man of your own convictions, and I'm not here to change your mind. I think, I think a 20-year gap could work. I think it's possible. I think it's very possible. I think it's very not possible. insurmountable. Now, third, no. I did not know that you was in that 20-year gap of um, situation. That you was a gap year, a leap year. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> my um my 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 and i can say this on air because my wife will say it to you my wife never ever has worried about me cheating on her with a younger woman because she already knows that i don't really like younger women at all i've been very much into older women most of my damn life so there's a chance of me hollering at your auntie before it's a chance of me hollering at your niece and she knows that um and I, you know, after listening to Ride, I'm starting to question most of my life at this point because I'm trying to figure out if I was really being gamed or I was being gamed on because, you know, for a while, I definitely was bouncing from 37 to 42 to 44-year-old woman. In the workplace was, or just on GP, just out, just however? I, 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 I've already begrudgingly admitted that I was in that 48%. <laughs> so, but how do you, but how are you spitting game at 25 at like a... 42 year old like what what is your because i have no scope of this like the only t- like like rod can relate like on the road it's weird but yeah. you let it happen because it's the road the road it's is the road, road. one yeah. timer yeah but, yeah you just saw true. me perform it's a it's a so yeah the, the, the convergence of loneliness and alcohol what? and and you're in a sex drought, and then I was and up more there, and my hair yeah. was brushed. It, like I get it. That at 25, you might catch you one. Um, like, catch I you actually, a 42 year old, but out in just gin pop, that I don't. I think I think that. I think it's, but I think it's two different things. One, it was definitely in the workplace. Two, the encourage the the workplace environment kind of encouraged it. Um, but then the third and, and the factor that I didn't really see, I see it now. Actually, we said it earlier in the show. When you work with somebody, um, that first week you might work with somebody, they might look okay. They might look cute. That's okay. But then after you don't work with somebody for a long time and you don't see other folks, like when the job is super intense and your entire life is that job, somebody on that job goes from looking from cute to fuckable very quickly. You know what I'm saying? Like I worked overnight an overnight shift for almost three years, three or four years. And then the first time I came in on day shift, I was like, ooh, damn, all these women is fine as hell. And it just hit me in that moment, like, well, I really hadn't seen any women in a sundress in damn near three years because I was working in an overnight. <laughs> like, the, the first two or three girls I saw in a sundress, I lost my damn mind. It was like, oh. But it was also a situation where um, there weren't that many black men. Um, the brothers that were there were either married or... If they were single, they were kind of one offish. And if you were nice to folks, that's the way things kind of happen. I'm not like Rod. I ain't no pimp. Most of the <laughs> shit I, I got into was damn near by mistake. It wasn't something where I just had all kinds of game either. It was just like, ooh, you cute. You should come over here. And she stroked my ear. And the next thing I know, I didn't slept with this woman. And I'm not complaining. So, Rod, we keep confusing. I was a cheap date, we Jacqueline. Confusing I was a cheap dating date. and sex. Yes. Oh, no, 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 right, 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 no, 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 I was dating, there was one girl I stayed with for like two years, there was one girl I stayed with two years, and then I was a hoe for like five or six yeah. years. Yeah, sex with these people is fine, 20-year age gap, well, if you just, if it's just some sex, go for it, we talking relationships, get the fuck out of here with that, and that's aside from dating co-workers. 
your point is solid, home, and I'm going to say this to shut the fuck up. The one thing you do learn when you dating in that age gap from the male to female perspective, older women don't want to hear your fucking problems. Like, real talk. Like, if y'all are just fucking, they don't, they don't want to hear your problems. Don't come over there trying to boo-hoo to the older chick about how bad your day at work was or any of that kind of shit. She's going to stick a Twinkie in your mouth until you shut the fuck up and drop your pants. And then when you're done, she's going to tell you to go the fuck Jeez. home. Because that's how older women tend to get down. They don't want to hear your problems. No, Jacqueline, you're going to be an older woman one day. You better hear me. You, don't, you ain't going to want to hear his problems. You just want him to be cute. You want Shamar Moore to come over and shut the fuck up, do what he's supposed to do, and then go the fuck home. I ain't asking you, Shamar Moore, about your Ralph. politics. I'm just telling you. It's, it's older women. I that's what they you do. you know nothing about that's me. Rod, keep talking. <laughs> I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about you either, because apparently all it takes <laughs> is a plate of catfish for you to violate all the HR policies. Don't let Jacqueline fool you, man. She ain't, she ain't as straight laced as she comes across. When she's being all job like Jack with her like gold teeth mm. and fucking three parts <laughs> in your hair and a couple cuts in the eyebrows and all that type of shit. She got a Fubu jersey on. Okay, <laughs> no. I hear you, Rod. Jack is Let's a round the way country girl. Mm. JG, who is on this phone? Christina. Lord. Christina, thank you for being here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's Christina Roy, uh, no. and she wants to talk to you about a workplace romance, um, love at Equinox. Hmm. Yes, fitness, Equinox, the gym, yep, yep. So now you were working at Equinox. Yes, I have been a personal trainer for a long time, so I was at uh, one of their locations in Manhattan. See, now, I, that... Now, see, that's a workplace romance, Rod, that makes sense. Because it's kind of like, you know, like, the, so the Winter Olympics mm-hmm. are happening right now. And they always talk about how all the athletes be, be fucking mm-hmm. in the Olympic Village. Because it's <laughs> all of the best bodies around all of the best mm-hmm. bodies. So how could you not fuck? That's a cool so place to do that. I would have. Okay, yeah, that counts. Argument. That's like working so, in a restaurant or something. Yeah. Fuck, fuck personal trainers at the gym. Knows. Go for it. Don't date them. I just, fuck I, I didn't say at the gym. I didn't say fuck at the gym. Even though we had damn third, we never we never aired that. Oh, guy. we did have that guy who who was cleaning up the gym and would get and in there people, afterwards. And people mm. fucking in the stairway. The gym yep. was where people showed up to fuck each other because mm-hmm. they, they didn't want to get a hotel. That's a separate conversation, JJ. <laughs> so whole other thing. I don't know. If not not Equinox, Christina. We ain't even putting that on you at all. Sure. I mean, I did hear about some stuff in the men's room, but. No. It's always a men's room. It is. So, so you're you're this fit in shape personal trainer, and then some other dude comes over. Hey, what do you do? Three reps of forty. <laughs> forty reps. Uh, you drinking your protein? Uh, uh. He didn't sound like that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sounded long ago. <laughs> 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 okay. I probably wouldn't have dated him, but. Uh, no, I actually, he was in the gym first. He was a trainer there first. And then I was newer. Uh, but it's kind of like that, what you said. Everyone's attractive. And, you know, I was younger. I was a little more, you know, naive. But it took a while. And we ended up dating. But it's kind of like what Ralph said. Like, you, you're in that environment. So you see, you see him every day. 
That's what yeah, you know. But, but, uh-huh. Yeah, but people in radio are ugly. What Ralph was talking about is that you basically. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I got to learn how to control like, yourselves, like man. That's how they make animals made in captivity. Just put them around each other, and eventually they go fucking. <laughs> Y'all ain't no better than damn animals at the zoo. You got to understand. You got to understand. Dating your coworker, dating, dating, dating somebody you work with in radio is like when you go to a vending machine and it's just one snack left. <laughs> And you walk past it for like two hours, like I don't want no fucking peanut butter pretzel granola. And like three hours in, let me go and get that peanut butter pretzel granola. Let me get two of them, man. Let me go get two of them. Damn it, I've been here all damn night. So I'm gonna ask you the same question that I asked JG earlier. What was it about his approach that made you comfortable in this man essentially kind of violating policy and even stepping to you. Cause I'm sure some of our listeners, you got an office crush. It's not an uncommon thing, but in acting on it, what ma- cause I'm sure you at the gym. I see you, you fit. I check out your Instagram, everything, yoga pants and squats. One JG, I don't know if you've been on Instagram. She squats with confidence all the time. So <laughs> he ain't the first trainer to have tried to holler at you. And all of them got no's. So what did he do right? Is Ralph pulling up the Instagram I, right now? That, that. <laughs> Say, wait a minute, what's that Instagram? Hold on, hold on, what's that Instagram? What's Real, that Instagram? Okay, Real, go ahead, I'm Real, Real Miss Lita. But the components of that were the fact that he was not thirsty. He was very, very, very yep. respectful. And he was like, um, yep. man, he was slow in his approach. He was slow in his approach because when I did come into that gym, the first person to ask me out was actually funny. Y'all talk about age was actually the 50 year old. <laughs> and I said, no, um, mm. but his approach was like real slow. He took his time and we went out as friends a few times, but I have to say like his, his he wasn't thirsty. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll give him. I'll give him a Take shot. Take note, fellas. Calm the fuck down out there. <laughs> Real talk. Real. Expand on that, right? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, like women don't like it when you're that thirsty. Women don't like it when you're being all fucking aggressive and like. It's like women know what they look like, and they know the type of feelings they arouse in men. They know you want to fuck. So just chill. You don't have to go out of your way to try to, I got to let her know. She knows. She knows. She knew before you even knew who she was. So just, like she said, just approach it slow, keep it cool, and you might, you know, get you some draws. Get a little steak on that hang down. You know what I'm talking about? But doesn't that go, you say these beautiful things and then mess them up on the back end. That doesn't right. That doesn't go against the ideology of if a man or a woman, you need to make a statement and let her know. And how do I know that you don't you want to be with me if you don't make a grand display? Yeah, you don't. You don't have to be that aggressive. You don't have to be that grand. Like, like most women will tell you that like all the guys that they have been out with hooked up with, been their boyfriend, whatever you want to call it, were fucking very chill. They're very chill about it. This ain't the caveman days. You can't just come out there fucking smacking chicks over the head with clubs and they get turned on. They don't They don't like that. Just calm the fuck down. She, she just put out okay. the vibe. She know you like it. Just let her slowly come to you. 
I've been to dinner with a guy. Once the ticket came, he put down a black card. That didn't impress me. Not at There's all. There's a lot of extra when they do that. Open the wallet and all that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, you got to see it. So... Put it down. Leave the um, thing open. That don't impress me. So, like me. most workplace romances, Christina, this starts out great. And then they decide to go to grad school and tell you that you're, they're moving to Atlanta. And they ask you what you're doing <laughs> after you graduate. And you don't take it as a hint of them trying to understand that they're asking you if you would consider moving to Atlanta after graduation and they think that you aren't interested in doing anything longer and they break up with you and kick you out of their one-bedroom house and then you don't have a car, so you're back to riding Tallahassee Transit everywhere as you pursue your career in comedy as a convicted felon. So... (laughs) Similar. Similar. So, opened up too much. My point is, that was the way up. Talk to us about that way down, them red flags into that damn breakup. Like, how is the sex between between two people with 1% body fat? <laughs> What's that like? Uh, actually, that's where it got interesting. No, that's where it got interesting because initially it was great. Um, and that was that was one of the one of the major attractions between us. We had great sexual and intimate chemistry, but I got into competing, into a bikini, bodybuilding, like stuff like that, but I don't take drugs, note that. But um, he started doing it too. And the thing about bodybuilding and competing is you work so much, like you work out, you eat, weigh out your food, you're exhausted. It's a lot of work. So when he got into it, he started getting real tired and I am a woman with a lot of stamina and, you know, I have sexual demands that, you know, I mean, hello, you're in a relationship, whatever. And he started, um, he started being tired all the time, which was a little bit of a downfall right there. Um, (laughs) Give me some. I'm tired, babe. I just did 40 reps of two tubs, <laughs> and I did three reps of two squats and had the protein shake. <laughs> but, Ryan, he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound like Bro, that. He, he, was way more, he was he, he, more articulately tired? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's like, like, I, don't he, understand. like babe, he was I told you. You can get some dick on leg day. Today I did lats, I did bars, I did tries. All right, I don't have any time to be fucking I feel in like retrospect, that's probably not that far off. All right, there we go. Like that's probably not tries and bicep day, and when I'm doing pecs, I can't hold your ass up properly to get the angle. You just wait three days. I'm taking a recovery shake. And then I'll come fuck you in two hours. <laughs> so, okay, so y'all break up. The shit crashes and burns, but y'all still work at the same gym. What yeah, that? so that was mm. the most awkward part because everybody knew us as dating. All our coworkers. You got one break room. All the trainers work out together. Like, you're in the gym. You're there all day. Like, people who are pulling sessions, you're there all day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And you go in the break room, we eat in between clients, we work out. So it's a very, you know, it's a small space. Like even Equinox is a small space. So there's times where. where... Correct. (laughs) 
correct. I'm grown now, and I know that. Unless but, you're gonna be private. About no, you can't. Like with that uh -huh. situation, you just, we couldn't be private about it. Everybody knew, so our clients knew as well. So if he was training somebody and I was training somebody, like our clients would be like, "Oh, so what'd you guys do this weekend?" And I was like, "You know, I broke up with him." <laughs> so don't ask those <laughs> questions too much. <laughs> But it's like, it's like, you know, a fan, everybody knew. So it was a little awkward. And uh, for me, I just don't like toxicity. And I ended up going to Chelsea Piers, actually. I went to that gym, but oh, so I left after a while. Forces. Yeah, you had yeah. to give up something. Like, that's the thing that people don't talk about with breakups is that there's certain stores and things that y'all share that one of whether you agree or not whether you th whether you think about it consciously or not one of you gets the grocery store you i know, don't believe like, in that because if you live in the same neighborhood i know you don't believe in it because you don't give a fuck you, you i i had a breakup in LA. <laughs> i had a breakup in la me and this girl we still lived in the same neighborhood and it didn't dawn on me after the breakup I was in Target and I saw her in the Target. She didn't see me and I left. And I was like, oh shit, I lost the Target. <laughs> I can't go to this Target no more because I might see you. So like, because it was a bad break. It was like very dramatic. So it wasn't like some amicable, hey, how you, you doing? You could just ignore her and shop at the Target? You don't understand why we broke up, Rod. Ignoring each other was not going to be an option. This is like some on-site. That's a choice you're making. That's you're making you a do? choice to That's not a... be able to ignore her. I'd like to give a shout-out. I'd like to give a shout-out to Rod's maturity because your maturity overshadows every, every piece of maturity that I lack in all of these situations. Because I am much like Roy, and if I see certain exes, it's on-site. Like, there are certain exes that I have to this day that I don't even mention their name because I just get anxiety and angry thinking about their relationship. So I appreciate the fact that you are clearly mature enough to not be bothered by those There's things. There's a that, spectrum. That it, there are exes where I would have bought you a wedding gift if not for your husband. Maybe you might beat my ass so out of respect. And then there's others where, all right, you get to have Target because we both <laughs> mm -hmm. deserve peace. Thank you so so much for coming on. What are you doing now? Plug whatever. What you got going Thank on you, now? Christina. What what are you what are you doing right now, Christina? I actually live in LA now. Not as good as New York, um, but <laughs> I am a health and wellness coach, and I'm working on a vegan skincare line, and just out here training people. And what is a vegan skincare that, line? Yeah, it's. It's a uh, vegan, all natural. It's a uh, gender neutral skincare product. So I'm starting with an exfoliant, but um, intertwining it with crystals. So it's really, it's, it's it hasn't been done. It's new. So this is some witches of East. I need to shit. learn about crystals it. and non GMOs. The fuck Stop is a it. gender neutral <laughs> skin <laughs> fucking lotion? That's what? Regardless of your genitals, you can use this lotion. Some stuff is, you know, not safe for women and men. Men have like tougher skin, mm -hmm. so they say. So it's like that, you know. So okay. I'm saying you gotcha. can use now it. You exfoliate and you putting crystals in it. That's that's yeah. Send some of that to Rod. Send Rod a sample. Um, <laughs> where can people find you online, Christina? 
Uh, my IG is real Miss Lido, real M S L E D O, because my old one just got hacked. So well, take that new I'm one. sure it was that. Turned out too many niggas at the gyms. <laughs> right, I'm sure they messaged you too. I'm you, sure they you want to answer my DMs. Yeah. You want to answer nobody's DMs. God damn it! I'm fucking taking the whole account. <laughs> 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 let, let me let me let you go before Rod start oh, asking you eighty questions about crystals and why he don't believe in them. Wow. <laughs> never do that. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling me. You're welcome. Thank you guys. Nice Thank you, you for seeing Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Crazy. That was nice. That was really nice. Do wow. you get? That Here's was very nice. You get more excited when you see two gorgeous one percent level people who found each other, or when you see an ugly person with a one percenter. Ugly person with the one percenter. But that's only good no for the ugly person. Yeah, but the it's also good for making all the... a sacrifice. Yeah, but it's also good for the other ugly people. Shout out Harlem. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If... To give them hope. You get some hope. There's some real smooth dressing, maybe not that facially attractive brothers in Harlem right now. They feel like they can win the world. <laughs> Why Rihanna for just... the Rihanna. Oh, that's hey, right. Rihanna. Harlem nigga just got Rihanna, Rihanna pregnant. You know. <laughs> hey, hey! Shout out Harlem, son. Like word up. So I mean, you know, it it, it gives hope. It, it, I think I think actually, but it, oh, but, I, but it's the truth. And I and I actually like no. less ugly in one percent. And more like when ugly finds ugly. I, I feel great love when I find ugly finds ugly. I don't like that because that, that means they're going to reproduce and bring more ugly people into this world. And I think we need to put a moratorium on ugly people having babies. We need, like but that's the cosmic way of the world. less right? ugly, ugly people. Uh, ugly people folks, make me nervous. Two ugly folks normally make cute I children. Don't like two that. ugly folks Now, sometimes make cute that is children. true because one time in high school, I went to this fine-ass girl's house. And mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. her mom was in the kitchen, and so I went to speak to her mom. It was my first time meeting her, and it looked like a bear with a jerry curl was washing dishes. <laughs> her mom was oh, fucking man. atrocious. <laughs> she was so <laughs> ugly that I thought that girl was adopted. I was like, your dad must be the finest nigga on the planet, because... You damn sure ain't getting none of this shit for your mama. She looked like a goddamn Teddy Ruxpin somebody just pulled out a house fire. It was fucking, it was ridiculous. Oh my God. That's the show. Thank you, Rod. Oh my God. advice. Yeah, anytime. Roy's Job advice. Fair okay. and Rod's Relationship Fair, a product of iHeartMedia, Comedy Central, and South Park and oh. Christian Productions. We have learned a lot today. JGB violating HR. Roy. Yeah. Yo, we forgot we forgot to, to ask John. John wanted us to ask Narado a question, man. I think it's only fair we ask him on the way out. We love him. Okay. So. Okay. John wanted to know, Rod, how's Jacqueline's cousins? Oh, man, let me tell you something. Jacqueline's cousins are some of Wait, the coolest chicks on the planet. how are they doing? How's the, the relationship? Planet. Okay. Some of the coolest chicks on Word the planet, up. man. I got to tell you. Word Jacqueline, up. you know, she 
She tries to play it off. Plural? Like it's something it's nefarious. Cousins? I thought it was a cousin. I thought it was a cousin. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with Roy. Well, it's, it's more than one. Plural. But it's, it's mostly it's mostly one. My mom is one of 14. It's, it's mostly I one, guess but so there's a couple cousins in the mix, man, that Jacqueline is very close to. <laughs> in the mix. Yeah. He got you know? a right. In the mix. Couple cousins in the mix. Shout out to those yeah. ladies. You know, they're they're we they're have wonderful. one candidate. They're wonderful girls. <laughs> they're fun to talk to. They're li- they're listening right now. Shout out to Jacqueline's so whole wait, family. Jacqueline's whole family listening to the podcast just to hear me. So shout out to Jacqueline's folks, man. They do. <laughs> they do. That's what's up. <laughs> they do. They do. But I have a sidebar. You talked about Roy when breakups happen or whatever. You don't get the store, or you might not go to a store. When I used to date and people, and we broke up, I still get their families like. They mama still call me. They aunties be like, can you come over? And I'm like, no. break up, whether you realize it or not, if it's a bad Mm -hmm. breakup, you lose a store, and you for sure lose a couple friends. I've lost, like, people that I thought I was cool with, and then they got divorced, and I was like, oh, damn, I got the other. That's what's really fucked up. When you're the collateral (laughs) friend, and a couple breaks up, and you get the the wrong spouse. I'm like, nigga, I ain't want you. (laughs) (laughs) She was cool as shit. I ain't really like you like that, Cole. Yeah. (sighs) Oh. <laughs> right, we gotta do this again. You know, we might have to do third. It's like once mm. a quarter. Just take breaking the ice off the table and take one call. Just one relationship call with Rod. Mm. And just let Rod break down work, love in the workplace the whole while. Take the scam off the week the whole time. That, that, I think that, it's a good idea. That Either that, we, is that we find new and interesting stories of workplace love and just let Rod. Like, what about trans in office love? That's gonna be a real thing at some point. You watch, that's gonna be a thing. I mean, you're right. There's a, a lot of brothers up there loving trans women on the low. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.